Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today we are continuing the trend of interviewing and speaking with amazing folks and companies in the edtech space. But today, I really believe that the individual we have on is truly revolutionizing the education industry and also education also revolutionizing the gaming industry. And I am super excited to talk about the company and the product. And this gentleman's name is Andre Thomas. Andre is the CEO of a company called Tricium. Uh, So Andre, he has a passion for game-based learning and it resonates inside and outside of the classroom. With more than 20 years in CGI production, he has worked around the world on legendary video games, live action, feature films, and gripping commercials. He served as head of graphics for EA Sports Football, uh, including NCAA head coach, NFL Tour Madden, uh, and is also credited with creating graphics for such notable films as Men in Black, Con Air, Independence Day, Valiant, Ant Bully, and Tomorrow Never Dies. So, as you can see, Andre Thomas, who we're having on today, is kind of a legend, and so this is really, really cool, but what he's doing now is even more legendary, in my opinion. So, without further ado, Andre, welcome to the show. Well, thank, thank you for having this. Uh, what, what an introduction. <laughs> I don't consider myself a legend or legendary, um, but I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm really honored to be on the show with you here today. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And I know that I have to do early shows because of my schedule, so I appreciate you accommodating accommodating me. So first of all, t- I mean, you have a amazing background. First, I just want to know what got you interested in video games and game design? Because actually, I, I, I was also a computer science major in college. And I remember one of my professors telling me that a lot of a big reason why so many students go into software design, software, uh, software engineering is because of a passion for video games. So tell tell us a little bit about that. How did that passion for games and game creation begin? Well, it began when I was a teenager. Um, many years ago, I built my first computer, and back then we had monochrome screens. We didn't even have color screens yet, and certainly no graphics. And I started um, programming in my bedroom and then playing games. I'm an avid gamer, and then making some games. And I always felt like games is really the way to educate back then, 30, 40 years ago, and definitely today, um, to help everybody. And so that's, that's where I got started then. And I, was, um, I tried to get in the games industry early on, um, and ended up in the movie industry. Usually it's the other way around. So I um, earned my spores in the movie industry and TVs, and then um, was lucky enough to, to work for EA Sports for many years. And you know, now I'm a professor at Texas A&M, where I teach game design, game development, and can 
actually make the games research, the games we have allowed to labs uh, at university um, to help students. Yeah, and that's so cool. And, and and I think it's great that you are actually building revolutionary games while you are teaching that subject because you obviously offer a lot of real-life value and real-life insight. So tell us, what is what is Trisium? Trisium is a spin-off company from the Life Lab. So Life Lab is a research lab that I founded shortly after joining Texas A&M University. In 2014, I left EA and I've joined Texas A&M University. They called me up and asked me if I could help them. And a professor approached me and said, I need something to engage with my students, to help them, to bring deeper context. And I think gaming um, could be a solution. And I said, yes, absolutely. I mean, we got a grant that started the Life Lab. And now we've developed something that looked really good and uh, students liked it and was teaching. And then other schools came and said, well, we would like to have that. And at the university, you can't really develop a product. So we tried to find partners and couldn't. And the university suggested, why don't you start up a company? And they helped. They have a great program for commercialization. And so in um, 2014, Triceum was started as a spin-off from the Life Lab, and we take the proven prototypes um, that have been tested and then turn them into full products. The company is working on a game currently called Variant Limits, which is tackling a subject that is notoriously difficult, but also extremely important for math education, STEM education. So tell us, how did you come to the decision? Why did you decide to make a game, make the game Variant Limits? Uh, why did you decide to make a game about calculus? Well, I spent over 20 years doing computer graphics. And in order to do computer graphics, you need to know calculus. I didn't really know calculus. I used it. But I didn't really understood it, um, you know, foundationally. And I tried to teach myself, got myself a textbook, and I was ready to shoot myself. That was just boring, and I just it just did not work for me. So I tried EA to convince EA to, hey, we, we ought to make a game about calculus. And, you know, I'm sure there's others that struggle just like I am. One of the executives at EA said, yeah, the calculus, you can never make that fun. Uh, when I came to the university and found out that 38% of students, according to the Mathematical Association of America, are failing calculus. And calculus is a foundation, as you mentioned, for any STEM degree, for any architecture, business, education degree. If you don't get through calculus, you're not going to get any of those degrees. So we got a grant and started developing the first in a series of four games, Variant Limits, which we released um, to the public a year ago, and to really help students. The same executive from EA came actually last year to the company and saw the game and he said, wow, I stand corrected. Apparently, you can make calculus fun. 
That's so. I mean, of course, me. I'm in education as well, and that's always my big goal for the content that I create is to make it fun, and that's what I I see it because I also teach and I tutor and I see the results when you create fun products. It changes the dynamic, and you can completely you can completely transform and augment the ways in which students learn and absorb. So I think it's phenomenal. Now I've seen the trailer for Variant. And oh my God, if anybody is interested in checking out this game or wanting to learn more, you got to see this two minute trailer because it's one of those things you can tell that you've obviously have a background in the movie industry because the trailer to me, it actually, and granted, I am a math guy and I love math, so it was exciting for me, but it gave me goosebumps. It gave me goosebumps. So I think people need to check it out. And I was actually shocked at the quality of the graphics and the, I mean, everything looks really cool. So I, I want to talk about uh, let's let's get more into the nitty gritty. Tell us about the the gameplay and the storyline. Mm-hmm. Well, the, so the gameplay is you are an explorer, Equa. You take on the role of Equa. She awakens on this planet where the society, the people, are no longer there, and some things are working and other things aren't in terms of machines, electricity. And so it's your job to really figure out what happened to the people, what happened to the society on this planet. And as you find out, as you solve puzzles, essentially all of the solutions um, is calculus based. This is not a game where I'll play a little bit, then go over to the left to do some calculus equations. The math is all built into the game in a way that, that makes it really easy um, for anybody um, to get going and playing without being in your face, oh, here's three equations you have to solve. But you're still going to end up solving equations. But you're going to have a lot of fun doing so. Yeah, and I noticed in, again, I, I have not played the game, but I saw in the trailer, it seems like you get to, there are different challenges throughout where you, ha- it, it almost seemed like to move to a new level or or get something like you said operational you have to it's like you had to plot certain points or things like that right it's it's all these it's these types of math problems or math puzzles to get things working am i am i understanding that correctly that yes that that, that is correct so what what we've done is taking a traditional math problems that you would encounter in a textbook um, and turn them into game mechanics and see okay how can we utilize, how can we make math relevant? Because what are we teaching today in, in a math class? How to solve equations, and you do 10 of them. But that's really useless skill. In 20 years, um, and certainly today, I have never seen anybody solve equations by hand. And now these days, everybody has a computer in their pocket, and called a telephone, they can use to solve equations. But what we're not teaching is how these equations actually matter to the real world. How does it, why does um, limits matter to GPS and so on? So the real world, how, how does a um, building get constructed with math? Why is calculus so foundational? Those are the things we're not teaching. Solving equations, any phone can do that. That's not a really useful skill. You need to understand why do I care? to use this equation or that equation. And that's what we're trying to do, really take those and visualize and make them relevant in a world. It's a fictional world, but 
students are able to understand conceptually really what's happening. I'll tell you a story. We had a young lady a year ago at, at South by Southwest, and she came up to us and said, um, oh, yeah, I hate math. I'm, I'm a high school student, and um, I'm in calculus, and I have to get a tutor at, at $300 a month um, because the class is moving on, so I can't wait for me, and I just don't get it. And it's, I so totally you know, don't like it, but I know I need it. Like, wow, okay, I'm really sorry to hear that. Do you like games? Yeah, of course, I like games. Should we set her down within 20 minutes? She turned around and said, oh my God, I get it. I understand the math and I'm having fun. And that's, uh, you know, the proving point of what we're doing. It's not necessarily for everybody, but it's going to be for a lot of students um, to help them really get it. Not just learn for the test next week, but really understand why this matters, why it's important, how it relates to the real world. So let's jump into, let's dive into that a little bit more deeply. So for example, let's say a student wants to learn calculus. What do they need to know coming into the game? For example, is it, is it imperative that they understand the concepts in Algebra 2 and pre-calculus? Or can they come in without that knowledge base? I mean, what's the, <clears throat> what's the baseline? So we always, uh, essentially, you don't necessarily need to have a baseline. We had a six-year-old play variant. We had middle schoolers play variant. I'm not going to claim that they all learned calculus the same way as a high school or university student learned calculus. We positioned the game where we say we, we are not intending to replace the teachers. The teachers are there to teach. This is a tool for the teacher and for the students to use in conjunction with um, any class, if it's online or in person. So we really recommend um, it's not necessarily to be a standalone. But you can play it by yourself. You don't have to take a class and you can learn. Now, it will be more effective if you do in a class setting or with others. And it'll definitely be helpful if you have a grasp of pre-calculus and algebra. But it's not required. Now, what is your recommendation for students who are taking calculus or about to take calculus, let's say, in high school? Do you recommend that, for example if they're trying to learn using variant limits, that they start it maybe over the summer and play it over the summer as a precursor or they play it throughout? I mean, how do you, how would you pair it with a school curriculum to optimize grades and so on? Yes. So what we've seen actually, all of those that you just mentioned work really well. You can, you can use it before you start the class. Um, I recommend it, do it to use the game as you're starting the class or in the middle of the class. So really, because let's say, for example, the first game is all about limits and you take, you know, your limits lesson, you didn't have the game available yet, but you're going to have your final AP test or math exams later on or midterms. It's a really good way to then play the game and reinforce the concept and really truly get it so that when you walk into the exam, when you do your GREs later and so on, you still fully understand what you learn versus, oh yeah, I remember I did this some time ago, but I don't know how to do this anymore. So you can really do it at any time. Most teachers do it in conjunction 
as their um, teachings concept. And at A&M, I don't know if you know, we now have the first game-based course where students can earn college credit for playing a video game. So how, how long does it take to, on average, of course, I'm sure it varies, but how long does it take on average to complete the game? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. And it's really, really difficult to answer, as, as you imagine, like asking, well, how long does it take on average for somebody to learn something? You can't play the game right. in four hours or less, um, if you know the math and so on. Um, what we see typically is somewhere between six and eight hours. Now we see some folks that are much faster and we say, we see some that it takes much longer. The good thing, as you know, is when you fail, you don't get ostracized. You don't get an F oh, and, you know, in front of the whole class and, and feel bad about it. You get to go again. You get to try again. You get to figure out because really the best teacher is failure. We're learning the best when we're actually failing from our mistakes. And so in a game, it's a really safe way of making mistakes and trying again while also having fun and enjoying them. Right. There's a amazing school in Los Angeles called Geffen Academy that just opened this year. And they're part, they're essentially, it's part of UCLA. And it's, I, I know the school well because oh. I've had to write recommendation letters for students applying there. And I, and I work on a private basis with a few of student, students who currently go there. I know the school and I'm so familiar with it also because they have an incredible math department. They have some amazing math teachers. And the best thing about it is their philosophy is that any test you take, you are allowed to retake as many times as you want. And there is no penalty. You get the grade that you get on the highest test because they want to emphasize exactly what you just said, that we don't care if you if we're not grading you, we're not marking you, we're not giving you a ranking based on how you do something the first time. We just want to make sure you come away learning the material. And so I think that's exactly the same philosophy for your game. And it, 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 I mean, that is the truth. That is life. That is entrepreneurship. That is working in a company is essentially as long as you get it and you're willing to put in the grit to get it, that's really what matters. Yes. Who cares if you fail 20 times? That's a famous saying, um, you know, Newton tried to um, 99 times before I actually figured something out. But imagine failing in a traditional classroom 99 times. Uh, in most schools, you never graduate at that kind of rate. But um, that's what real life, as you mentioned, is all about. You know, what we're doing is we're making failure fun. So you're really enjoying failing and trying again and again. That's great. If uh, you mentioned that variant limits obviously covers the concept of limits, does it cover? I, I just wanted to make sure it covers this stuff like dif uh, differentiation and integration, things like that. Is all of that part of the the game? Not the first one. That's part of the next three games. So there's um, variant is a series of four games. Variant limits, the ones that that you you've seen. That's the first one. The next three games are in development. And the second one will be about um, differentiation integrals, and they're coming out later this year or early next year. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, definitely let me know when those come out. I'll, I'll check those out as well. I, I understand now. So 
I, one other thing I wanted to talk about was I believe you had a partnership with a, a program called STEM Ahead in a few countries in Europe. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So because of what we're doing, as you know, Variant Limits isn't our first game. It's, um, before Limits, we published Misenas, RTM Misenas. And it's about um, financial literacy, the economies of art. And both of these games um, got attention by the European Union and specifically European Schoolnet. European Schoolnet is an organization set up by 31 ministries of education in Europe. And they started a validation study in the fall of last year with our games to see how they may be part of the curriculum, be you know, required um, in the national curriculum and be used because they also see such an effective way of learning through game-based learning and are exploring that. As part of that exploration, several teachers got a hold of our games, heard about it, and said, oh, we want to use them. Here's the STEM Ahead competition. Please, can we? And we made the games available to them at, at no cost for this competition and to their students so they can um, take part in that. I see. And what did, what were the results or what was the feedback? Everybody loved it. Um, so the students, the teachers, just un- unbelievable. Um, I can send you some quotes that we received from both students and teachers. It's just overwhelmingly um, positive. And the, the number one thing we keep hearing from both students, students and teachers, when can we have more? When is the rest done? What about other subjects like physics, biology, chemistry, and so on? They truly, when a teacher uses a game and sees a transformation in the students, the students walking into the classroom, if that's 10 students or 200 students, and they're talking about the subject that's being taught rather than the latest Games of Thrones episode, well, what's better for a teacher than to see that, my God, my students are talking about the very thing I'm teaching. They're totally engaged. They care and they're learning. That's, that is, you're exactly right. That is exactly what a teacher, when I walk into a classroom, that would be amazing to have students talk about that, uh, you know, what we're covering. So I completely agree. Uh, that is great, and I definitely will be sharing this game and the concept with as many teachers and students as I can, because I think I think what you guys are doing is really phenomenal and groundbreaking. And especially, I have to comment, too, on the level of graphics. So people, if you're listening, check out the trailer, uh, check out Trisium, because the that's what is also shocking. It's It's a... I mean, this is a real game. It's a it's a game on the level of what people like EA or uh, whatever gaming company you can think of. It's like what they're actually making. So it's it's. I think it's taking the whole in uh, the whole combination of gaming and education to another level. So bravo! Uh, if people want to learn more about Trisium, how can they do that? They can come to our website. We're in the process of actually launching a new website, um, www. They can also email us directly, info at triceum.com. And I mean, we are a small company. And the number one thing for us is high quality learning products and our customers. I'll give you an example. I had a parent on Christmas Eve reach out 
and I was on um, on the message board with her, helping her solve the problems they have. I mean, for us, we're really we're not a huge company, but we really care for the students, the parents, and the teachers, and we will help them any way we can. Obviously, twenty four seven. All right. So, guys, if you miss that, well, of course, you can rewind. It's a podcast. Uh, it, otherwise, if you want to see it written down, you can check out the show notes and I'll have that link in there as well as a link to uh, Andre's bio, which you should check out as well. And of course, you can get the show notes at scalarlearning.com. Just go to the podcast section and make sure to check back with podcast episodes from Scalar Learning on the regular. And if you haven't done so yet, check us out on Instagram as well on YouTube. We have weekly live streams on SAT Math and got new math music videos coming out on the regular as well. Andre Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come on today. And everybody, I hope you enjoyed that one. And I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Scalar. Learn